Hello, Alex. Nice to have you again. We we can't we can't start the week without you. You know, it's yeah, I can't start week without you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. I try in the morning. Didn't work. Doesn't work. No, no, no. No, <laughs> uh, we make a good trio, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We got the boss that's busy today. He's not going to be with us, but you know, it's okay. We can make this happen. We all, we always do. We always go yeah. off grid Was sometimes, it? but we love well, it. Well, the cat's away. The mice will play. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. All right. So, so first of all, how was your week? I, I see you. You're getting prepared now. Yes. I see. I see these numbers, and I'm getting scared. No, I'm good. I'm really good. I had the, the <laughs> so many runs. hours <laughs> running. No. I had, yeah, I had the big, biggest one. That was actually last big one. Like I think next one is only three and a half hours, but this was six and a half hours. It's supposed to be between six and eight hours of running. And I was like, oh, running, running. And I was like, let's make it six hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I just got tired reading that. That's a, <laughs> that's a long time. It was actually good because last time I really almost gave up and I hurt myself and I couldn't recover for three weeks. Mm. And I was this time I was focusing on food, having enough carbs, having and enough liquids. nutrition. Yeah, drink. Enough have salts and everything, and I packed my bag like I had everything with me, and I felt so full while, while, while I was running. But it was great; like I didn't actually collapse at the end. Like I still had energy to go for my uh, friend's birthday party. I was like, oh, well, it was hard. Not collapsing <laughs> is good. Oh, yeah. That's the first step, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important because you didn't tell me this mo- this morning or this afternoon. Like you look tired, Alex. No, no, no. You, you look managed. good. I manage my energy finally. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Fuel in. She looks amazing every time. Oh, so doesn't yeah. she? Just sure, of course. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about today, Alex? I was actually preparing. I always. Try to think what will be great today for people. Like what uh, I'm trying to how to start the week off. Like like yeah, yeah, tuning into like what actually worlds needs. And I always touch some books and and just searching on uh, Google and thinking what will be the great one. And uh, I had really amazing conversations. Like Sunday was amazing. I met actually the coaching institute, the coaching institute in Melbourne, the owner of the school. It was just (coughs) such a privilege. It was really nice, and we talked a lot about our true self and uh, and I ask questions that I couldn't ask because I, I shouldn't ask. <laughs> because I asked the big question and I was like, how to find or reconnect with true self? Like how to be again myself? Mm. Like it's so hard when we are, you know, after after living the life, we're just changing, we create ourselves, you know, like based on the environment. Sometimes you miss your old self and you yeah, want it back. Yeah, it, and it was really hard. And I was thinking, like, a great conversation will be probably how to live the real conscious life, how to be ourselves and be true to ourselves. And I think that's it's a big topic. Probably it's not only for 30 minutes today, but we can start. <laughs> if you've got time, we've got time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on forever. <laughs> I think this is definitely a topic for a few few weeks probably yeah, yeah. but it is an Im- it is an Im- very very important one yeah but how would how would you explain it so for those out there that aren't really sure what on earth we're talking about yeah. how would you explain what it means to live a conscious life yeah like first i will start probably how to don't live conscious life how to yeah. Live. yeah yeah, yeah. We, we live automatically that means uh we don't respond on <coughs> to our life or situations, but we react. We, we are in reactive mode all the time. And what does that mean is probably, again, just to explain a little bit, is um, we create or 
I will start there. That we kind of project our thoughts, beliefs, attitudes on the world. And I think we create from inner world, we create our outer world. That means what we actually believe in our, like inside of us, like in, in our brain, what thoughts we have, that's what we project. That basically we kind of live our own world. Mm. And yeah. we experience it, experience the world the way not that the world is, but how we are. That means that's what we experience. Yes. I guess that's the first thing. And when we don't start to think about that and don't start to think about is that actually effective how we think or our attitude, is that effective? Is that moving us closer to what we want and how we want to be? It's our perception and as well sometimes, yeah. Yeah, how we see things, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it was really interesting. And I think understanding that our life is uh, connected from all these small moments. That means we can create our destiny with things like how we greet each other. Like when I come here, I'm really excited to see you guys. And it will be really bad to create my life the way that I'm just here again, (coughs) you know, and being down and not helping you to have experience as well. Mm. And you're helping me to have experience. That means all those small moments, how we greet someone, how we smile, what is our attitude, behavior, that that is all connecting those small things, you know, how our day looks like, how our week looks like, Mm. and therefore how our life looks like. That means it's all that, like, all that small moments matters. And that's the conscious life. Like, yeah. all small things we do. Mm-hmm. So it's about, uh, is it about sort of being aware of the, the present moment yes. and rather than sort of projecting, you know, everything from your past and your memories and all these things that you've thought of, all the stories that you tell yourself, yeah. that rather than doing that to to assume things about what's happening right now, you are in fact going just right, well, where am I now? What what do I want to be? How do I want to feel? And, and let's make it happen. Is yeah. that kind of what you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. It's, it's, there's a lot of different, I, I think, descriptions or way of seeing that, how we can be conscious. Yeah. Mm. But I think that that first thing is to be aware, like when we are here today together, just look at Everyone, you know, yeah. like how this person feels, <laughs> how this person looks. So maybe they have you know, bad moments, that maybe they yeah. have good moments today. And really be there. Just be, be there Just fully. The most important thing, I think, is to never forget where you started from. Mm, tell me more about that. So, so where you were, either at your lowest or your highest, where you've gone from there, and was that a good place? Wasn't it a good place? Would you like to visit that place sometime, you know, or not? Or have you grown out of that, you know? Okay, yeah, that means, uh, uh, do you mean basically when we, when we are here, where are the decisions and choices yeah, exactly. yeah, later yeah. on? And, and if yeah, we but are happy n- for but that, never forget, exactly that. Yeah, but never forget where you started yeah. from, you know, it's especially in, a, in career-wise, you know, they say, oh, look at him, what, what's he become and everything. And you see a lot of people have forgotten how it was to be a young apprentice or uh, someone very low on the train and how they were treated and then they became someone big yeah. and how they treated people, you know. Yeah, so use your life lessons. Yes. Use that. That's, that's such an important thing when you're a leader yep. to actually remember that because you're usually helping other people to grow yep. and helping them to become leaders. And it's such a great point. I think I was just thinking about it <coughs> during the during the weekend. 
that why I actually left all jobs or work, why I actually didn't like it. And I realized there wasn't actually a person that will mentor me, help me to grow. And I was going back to who am I? Like, like why I actually don't like it that somebody doesn't mentor me because not everybody wants to be mentored. Mm. And I was thinking, because I really like challenge, I really thrive in challenge and can grow through the challenge. If I don't have challenge, I get bored. Oh, yeah, me and too. And again, that was, yeah, and that was that personality and uh, needs that we have. Mm. You have no focus. You just lose your focus and your, your interest. Yeah, and it's just so boring when you, like for me, <coughs> it's not for everyone. No, no, speaking, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, everyone is different. But if you're a leader and you don't know people around you and you don't know that that person needs actually challenge and this person needs a little bit of comfort, that means you have two different people and if you can't actually mentor both of type of personalities and, and you're not there for them in that present moment and really help them to grow and give them maybe more opportunities to risk or that person maybe don't give them <laughs> too many opportunities to risk. That means yeah, that's different approach, I guess, from a mm -hmm. perspective of leader, oh, conscious I leader. I think that is so, so important. Having come from a corporate background, yeah, <laughs> I think um, these days it's, it's really lacking within within business yes. where you have individuals who are supposed – I'll say supposed leaders. They're holding positions of authority. You said it right. Supposedly yeah. they're – yeah. yeah. So they're, they're in a managerial capacity or a supervisory yeah. capacity <laughs> and they're so caught up in the in-tray, the emails, the – the checklist, the KPIs, the, 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 KPIs. the K, yeah, that's right. The, the everything that they need to do and everything that's on their checklist that they do forget to be in that present moment. They do forget to be living consciously, and as a result, they actually miss the most important thing, and that is what is happening to those people around that. Yeah. You know, how are they really feeling? But also how are the people that they're responsible for feeling? And I think that we forget to take that time. And as a result, that's why we see people unhappy at work. We see people stressed at work because they're not truly connecting yeah. with each other. I love that, what you said. And that's exactly what we do actually in business. We're trying to help people <coughs> to understand that there is a manager or there is a leader. If you're a manager, that's totally different topic. You're managing really just results and KPIs. Mm. But when you actually call yourself leader, you, you actually start to focus on people. Yeah. And people forget to focus on people. People forget that actually all business is not about, like your business is not going to grow only on tools. The only, thi the only thing I can say is that I'll the people. I, I can't be a manager. So it's always <laughs> the other one. <laughs> it's always been me that you know being there for people, people. and yeah, yeah but that's, caring that's for them. That's but that's but that's it makes you natural yeah. leader as well <coughs> because people will respect yeah. you and not the manager or yeah. leader because if that manager take care only uh, only about KPIs mm. and results it's yeah and the thing is being a, a manager isn't about being more successful than the people that you're managing it's not. It's not something like in society, it's, you know, you've got to develop your career, you've got to go up all these ladders. And the reality is you, you don't. And I think to, to your point, Apple, when you say, you know, you're not, you're not a manager or, or whatever, you still play just as an important role as anyone else, if not more, because you are an amazing colleague. Like look at what you do for Alex and I on the, on the radio. You know, you, you're here, you're present, you're active, yeah. you're respectful and that is a thousand times stronger and more powerful than a manager with a checklist. Isn't it just? 
Don't you it think? Is, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It is. And I think just to just to be heard and be seen or have support around, it makes you also a better human being because you feel like you can be yourself. That means you can actually connect to true mm. true self. Call it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that when you are connected to who you are. Not only are you connected to yourself, but you give yourself the opportunity to be the best version of yourself. Because if you're feeling good, you're not projecting bad. You know, you can't, if you're happy and content and and feeling good and you're then logical about what you say, you're aware of things around you, you're going to be much more pleasant to be around as well. Conscious living. Conscious (laughs) living. Conscious living. So how do we do it? I actually prepared a few questions because I think oh, I love it. start, and I don't want to forget them because I think they're all very important. But basically, first thing where we need to start, we, we're trying to create awareness, what is happening in our life. And to live unconsciously is that we do same things, same patterns, same thinking, same behaviors, and same attitudes. And we are not happy with results. That means we are not happy with things like how we feel. Mm-hmm. Like we are frustrated, maybe anger, a- angry. And I think when we stay in that state, we basically just living unconsciously because we don't change that state how we feel. Let me start to look at the at the options or at the life if that is conscious or unconscious uh, through the questions and understand where we are in that space. That's why I was thinking like I will follow questions because what is really important is just to ask yourself how many times you are upset or frustrated in situation, but you don't do anything about that. Mm. How many times you said that, oh, that person makes me upset or that makes me feel angry. And how many times you react the same way? Mm. The question is really, like, if it's something happening in your life, like, for example, we are watching TV, we (coughs) always start to watch the news and we know there is always negative. But we're going to the same channel, same news, and we watch it every day. After that... We turn on the TV and we are angry and we talk with family like how bad is that and and we basically have bad experience but we don't change it. Mm. That's, Interesting. That's, first that's, thing. that's yeah. why yeah. a lot of people avoid watching the news. Oh yeah, I don't watch this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, people avoid watching I the news now. I choose. Yeah, yeah, mm. I choose. Yeah. Because that's the like how we feed our brain with what we can choose what we actually <coughs> listen and what we watch. Mm. So it's yes. about tapping into yourself and going, yeah. all right, well. Today, you know, have I been sad? Have I been upset? Have I been bothered by something? And is that a regular thing for me? Exactly. And then going, all right, well, we've got something here that we, (laughs) you know, that's happening. Self-aware. You know. That's, that's what you, basically what we do from, yeah. from perspective of how to change and live really consciously <coughs> is that we need to bring awareness um, about things that are happening. And that's that's what you said. That really understand if it's something repeating and it's, it's upsetting, it's a negative emotion. Then you're doing something wrong. Mm. <laughs> so a bit of self-reflection. Yes. Yeah. That, sound, really, that sounds really good. Really important word. Yeah, and I think <laughs> things like keeping a diary would be a good idea. Like you could, yeah. yeah, So you could reflect on your day and and maybe start to see patterns or get into the habit maybe of of thinking about things. Would that could be an option? Or if you're an artist, you could get in there and you know, yeah. As well, that's good and it's good reminder just to write down in the morning or in the (coughs) evening like what happened today. Did I react? What I was? What made me upset? And just write down. And if it's same every day or you know weekly, it's the same things that. That is something that needs to be changed. Mm. It's a pattern that has to be, you know, 
altered, <laughs> altered. Yeah, so just be a bit more. I think we all have yeah. it, you know. That's yeah. the thing. We all have some unconscious patterns or behaviors that are happening, and that was for me. That was news. Like I changed that, and I choose what I'm listening. <coughs> and radio as well. Like when I'm driving, I choose that I want to learn something on my drive. That means I choose podcast or some audiobooks. Like mm. just to listening something that feed me with inspiration and motivation and. Yeah, it makes me feel that I'm empowered. And and that's that's how you choose your destiny. You can mm. watch the radio, mm. listen to radio, and you can get upset because there are news and there are advertisement and it's bothering you. Or you can choose what you listen. Mm. And I think I just for, I guess, for some of the listeners out there is, is that when you are honest with yourself and, and you're reflecting, don't take it personally. Just take it as a, yes, I'm feeling sad. Yes, I'm feeling happy. But you don't need to initially I guess dwell on that too much would that be fair to say so if you say oh gosh I've got this pattern where you know I'm so unmotivated every day and I struggle to get out of bed if that's your thing then don't I would encourage you not to then feel bad about that. It's okay to feel like that's right it's just we're just about acknowledging that something's happening as opposed to then making judgment about it. And I think that's really important is is that as you begin your journey in self-awareness and consciousness, yeah. that you're not hard on yourself. It is a learning process. Yeah, I think there are three things to – I can't remember exactly, but I know that there are three things to kind of uh, approach it because that's something is always something we find. It's, you know, something that we don't want or we want or we want to change that. And I think two, there are two, two or three things that you can do with it. The first, uh, first of that is uh, to accept it because this is it. This is how I feel. This is what is happening. <coughs> uh, acknowledge that or embrace that. And I think there was another thing or remove yourself from the situation. Mm. Yeah, at least you change that. You said, I don't want to do it this same way tomorrow. Yeah, something just, that you I mean, can't change that, you can change yourself. Yeah. So you can take yourself out of the situation. Yeah. You know, that's the by most important. Yeah, exactly. By, mm. by changing your attitude and behavior. That's yeah. that's the first thing. Like we can actually do it. We can all do it. And that's why I, I say to a, lo- a lot of friends of mine, yeah, you choose who you're around and yeah. your friends. If someone's going to be putting you down all the time and being toxic and everything and it gets to you every time, then hello, um, they're not going to change. So... You just get out of their way mm. and, and, and take your own road. Yeah. And I know that there's probably people out there going, hell no, I'm not changing for anyone. And I'm not, I'm, and I know that because I've got that little bit of a stubborn streak in me as well. I'm what a I changer. Would, well, no, 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 I'm completely, I've left that part behind. I became a conscious thing. Yeah. I became aware of it. I manage it now. But I guess for, I'm aware that there are some people that would then go, right, this is a challenge for me then and I'm going to fight this situation rather than accept it. And I think for me the big learning was the idea of um, taking acceptance for it without taking um, – you still have to take responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. So it's not your fault. We're not talking about blame here, but we are taking it as a. But it's your responsibility because it's your life. So you need to respond to it. Yeah. Because I think people who that do have that little bit of a stubborn streak or f- a firmness to their personality are more likely to go right. Well, it's not my fault. I'm not creating this situation. So therefore, I'm the one that's going to stand my ground, and the other person can, you know, shove off. I think it's important to go. Well, no. Because ultimately you're still responsible, even though you're not necessarily the 
cause, you're still responsible because it's impacting yeah. you and it's your responsibility to make a good choice for you. And is this a few things like that came up? Uh, yeah, there is a resistance. When we are resistant to something or resistant to change, we create really like strong energy. <coughs> it's, mm. it's a little bit negative. It can be really strong. That means it actually becomes worse. Worse, like, like all that problem or something that we don't want, we actually still have it. And because it's energy, we kind of assign to that problem and we think about that too much and it's eating us inside. But from perspective of uh, acceptance, when we say, okay, just accept it and just feel your emotions and don't judge emotions. Basically, don't judge what you feel. I think that's the yes. kind of like a line between mm. how to accept because whatever we feel, it's fine and just accept that. Mm. Just really, really let it sink and feel it in your body. I think that's really good because it's actually releasing that strong energy <coughs> and it's making that light and making making that feel like it can release faster. And I don't know if that makes sense. But no, so ab- ab- absolutely. I mean, you, f- f- you've got to accept. We've just got to uh, acknowledge that it's there because I think if you fight against it, yeah, then you're, be- you're, be- you're, yeah. you're burying it. You're leaving it inside, and that yeah. the key thing is, is with emotions, is they're actually designed to be let go. So emotions shouldn't yes. be held on to; they're designed to move on from quite quickly because they're a communication tool that our body body gives us. Yeah. So when you experience emotions, whether they're positive for you, whether you don't particularly like them, they're not meant to stick around. So it's about just acknowledging them, going, "Yep." And then allowing them to be released. And if you if you take that and you go, no, nah, well, I'm just going to push it down or I'm not going to deal with it, then that's where you've got a problem. Yeah. And I'm thinking what you said as well about responsibility. That's the same thing when you have people like, oh, I can't be conscious, I can't change my uh, attitude because uh, I don't want to be nice to that person. Or I don't want to be that kind to that person because that person doesn't deserve that. And I always remind people, you're doing that for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's your attitude. You are you are actually responsible for your attitude, and when you are kind, it actually makes you feel good, mm. and you don't judge who deserves that or not. I you say some, something very important. Um, can you sleep well at night? <laughs> you know, if yeah. if it's gonna affect someone else, yeah. you know, there are people that can sleep well and they can treat people crap. So, but the people that have that conscious uh, have that you know, the ideology inside of them and uh, all that impact, they can't sleep well at night if they're not, you know, mm. right to someone. And if you can't do something good for someone, don't do something bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just ongoing. Uh, it's like a cycle when <coughs> someone says, like, I'm not going to be first. I don't say that first. I don't apologise first. Why not? You're doing that for yourself. And when you start that cycle, yeah. it will actually change. And the other people will change because they will see your kindness and they will see how you behave and how your attitude changed. Mm. That means if it's positive, you actually help people to mm. be more positive. We have to connect with our egos, yeah. I think, yeah. and, and give them a couple of slap arounds. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah just wake up. It yeah. yeah, and it's <laughs> it's not about letting someone off the hook. No. So it's no, no, not no. about no. saying, well, if I apologise, then I'm sending the message that I'm accepting their behaviour. It's not about that. It's, 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 it's about um, saying, yeah. oh, look, I'm sorry this situation is happening for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What's, what, what's, more important, what's more important? Telling someone that, um, I'm sorry I spoke like that to you, but I still don't agree with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? I still don't agree with you, but I'm sorry that I spoke that, that way. Yeah. Um, communication, you know, 
talk to each other and, you know, and yeah, apologies for your own behavior. You're doing it for your own self. You still might think that the person is way offline, but at least say, you know, you are way offline, but mm. we've got to meet somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> we've got to talk somewhere. <laughs> if we can't, see you later. <laughs> yeah, so, so step one, we're asking ourselves the question, how are we feeling? If there's repeating. If there's re- repeating and and then just acknowledging that there is something there, th- there, there is, is a pattern. Yeah, if there is a pattern that is not actually helping us to move towards we, what we want and it's actually uh, influencing us probably negative way, I will say that. Mm. If we feel pain, if we feel frustration or we feel some really ugly emotions – there is something we're repeating mm. so we, in our yeah. thinking and behaviours. And when you say repeating, that's when we're talking about this not living a conscious life, yeah. aren't we? Where we're going through yeah. automatic cycle and we're not being taking ownership of, of that situation. We're just allowing it to, to continually repeat. And you yeah. see that in all relationships, even personal relationships, where you see people in a DV and oh, that, that go back into that because consciously they're that's the pattern you know? yeah they believe that this person loves me so much and cares for me that's why he hits me you know but he might sound bad it might sound hard to you know contemplate but some people do think like that yeah that's the reality yeah, yeah. that's, that's their that's way beliefs, yeah that's that's the, that shift that needs to happen in, <coughs> the, in people's belief because if they want to live better life then you start to believe something that will serve them and will actually mm. take them out from the situation they don't want to experience anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But the second question is really interesting. I would like to t- say uh, talk about that because I think it's uh, what it's something that we all do. It's trying to control people and po- with pointing out their like mistakes and flaws. You know, mm-hmm. like we say or we talk about people like oh they they <coughs> did that mistake. It's kind of like when we. We do it automatically, but we d- didn't realize that we try to control something, situation, or some other people, or we're trying to control our power or our position with talking or pointing pointing out, you know, the the small mistakes mm. that other people do, and we do it in everyday life. And so many times, it's actually it's sad when I meet with people that I like. For example, I have everyday meetings, you know, with potential clients, with yeah. referral partners, with uh, clients, and you think about people always the best and when they start to talk about other people, you get a little bit disappointed. It's, it's just because it really is a very low, uh, I guess, unconscious automatic life to talk about others and their, their mistakes and problems and flaws and pointing out because we want to feel stronger or better, that's really, really not conscious living. So what's the big question then? that one what what's the actual question that you would ask i will probably ask just to it, it's kind of like a, you journal your day like you really mm. think about it okay did i actually pointed out anyone's mistakes or flaws today like did i actually mention that in some mm. kind of conversation and really think about it how many times a week we do it because we do it unconsciously a mm. lot so we're taking what our beliefs our reality and projecting that onto someone else and saying I'm expecting you to also see it that way. I believe I, I believe you can do better or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. We, we're trying to put ourselves a little bit up, you know, like mm. better and be pointing out on, on mistakes on other people. And it's not about that. If you want to help someone, you should go to the person and, and rather give them feedback and tell them, like, hey, how, how can I help you? Like I saw, you know, this happen. And, and rather go directly to the person and say, 
you can do better. And yeah, say nice, yeah. beautiful, you know, feedback, uh, friendly feedback that you want to actually help someone to to change, mm. and not just point it out in front of other pe- person about. Yeah, just to show mistake. that you've got, you know, the you're a higher person or whatever. Yeah. But you know, the thing is that you can say something that is to help them, and you do that criticism that we said. But can you give them a something positive that they've done as well? You know, tell them that, okay, you did one, th- two things that were not good, but you've done five or six that were good. People forget the good things that are out there and you do 20 million good things and you do one bad thing and that bad thing, kaboom, that will hit you, that will hit you forever. They forget all your good <laughs> things that you've done, but the, the, ten, the, the two bad things that happened, they will never let you forget them. Mm, yes. <laughs> And I think that's yeah something with our brain like we we love negative, don't we? Yeah, we just really don't forget that, you know. And we always look for for negative or for, mm. for bad. I think mistakes. it's it's almost like the the caveman mentality, isn't it? Where where the <laughs> everyone's the, everyone's everyone's a competitor. You know, you can't let them get to the meat because you want the meat, you know, to to feed on. Yeah. I just think we've got that part in or we. It's just part of human nature that we need to be. Aware of, so I think, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah, when when you talk about conscious life, it's it's just being really aware. Like, start to be aware what's Mm. happening every day. Yeah. So I, I, when when you spoke about, um, you know, trying to help the person, it reminded me of your business title, really, which was is mentoring. So rather than being um, the instructor or the person that points something, the lecturer, rather be their their mentor. Go and step beside them and walk them through rather than being the teacher out the front trying to re-educate them based on on your reality yeah and i think also there is a a big shift that will or should happen i think in the world because there's a lot of people even consultants coaches or or whoever when you're talking about you know you should be guide for someone everybody's coming from that perspective of teacher like I will teach you, mm. I know or I will teach you, I will show you. But on other hand, we should probably approach that a little bit different. And I think that's what will happen, and how the world will shift. You should start to challenge people, just to help them to think differently, just to ask questions that will make them think differently and make them yeah. actually create the situation, or not just teach them. This is my, you know, five steps. This is how you should do it. It's not true for everyone. People can implement things differently, and sometimes the teacher actually can learn from actually mentees. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think that's the yeah. great thing. It's that open, you know, back-to-back conversation. It's a, it actually is a very Freudian thing to do. Yeah. Like if we talk about Mister, Mister Beginning of the Psyche, yeah. <laughs> Mister, um, yeah, it, it is. A, yeah, um, it's about. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah, yeah, I've okay. lost my train of thought, but <laughs> but from that perspective, like we are we are challenging each other, we are talking yeah. our point of views of I say something, you say something, and we have our own thoughts about that. You never say yes, you're right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we don't say each other like you're right. Mm. You, oh, do you mean this? Or you start to talk about the topic from your angle, from how mm. you actually view things, and I think. That's what should happen in school. That that what should happen in education or anyone wants to grow. You should have those kind of conversations, you know, the brainstorming conversations. Having those kind of conversations with friends. 
not that I see people calling each other and then you ask, hey, what did you say? Or, you know, what your friends said? And they will be like, oh, I don't know. I was not listening. Yes. But you are on the phone saying, yes, yes, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you are not there. Yes. Like people should start to have real conversation. I think that's that's what will actually change humanity in general because we will start to challenge challenge each other. <laughs> Just speak slower. <laughs> <laughs> challenge each other. Yeah. No, I like that. I like the idea that it is about the conversation and it is about really actively listening from what the other person's saying and then if you have something as an alternative to present rather than saying oh no but this is my opinion you could say you could ask a question instead have you ever thought of it this way or oh okay I understand is is this what you're saying um have you ever thought of it like this way there's different ways yeah respect everyone's point of view mm. But it's encouraging the conversation, yes. isn't it? It's yeah, it's about going. It. Show show me yeah. where you're coming from. I'll show you where I'm coming yeah. from. Maybe we'll meet in the middle. Yeah. Or let's talk. Let's yeah. talk. let's have an active conversation yes. about it rather than my opinion, your opinion. Let's just talk about something yeah. that's really interesting to both of us, <coughs> and explore it together. Yeah, honestly, people are really avoiding conflicts and arguments. Oh, hundred percent. How amazing is to have real conversation. When you when one person is really trying to help you to understand their their point of view, and you're like, I just can't get it. Like, I just think I'm right, but but you are really peacefully in that conversation. Mm. Like, you really try to understand like what actually that person means. I just really can't get it. But it's not saying, ah, oh, you're not right. That's or, it. or like, how many times have we said <laughs> something? We're talking, and we're basically saying the same thing in different words. Yeah. You know, hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> percent. And it, Alex says, "Yeah, it's what we were saying." Again. Yeah, yeah, but but it's different. It was it was different in my brain, and yeah, but you know, I just had to get it out. You know, yeah, that's great. But it's it's good that you can connect, and you know, uh, you respect what the other one's saying, and you know. And how yeah. much fun is that? Oh, I just like how good Absolutely. do we? I mean, look at us and how much we enjoy these sessions because yeah. we just openly talking we've got yeah. three very different perspectives of the world we all come from very different backgrounds and yet here we are loving a good gas bag yeah <laughs> and truth is between lines <laughs> yeah it's so much fun it's yeah, good it it's inspiring it's positive it is it and is conscious. yeah really <laughs> conscious no, awesome. i really like that um yeah you, you show always or showcase your way of seeing things and for me as well it's you know challenge as well to think about that from different perspective and i think that's Exactly. What yeah. What What I wanted to ask you, Alex, and and Sarah as well. Like, yeah, I've seen the whole pattern of new new mentors and new coaches, and it's a world and a worldwide craze that's yep. going on at the moment. Huge. These people all know what they're talking about, you know, and they've got to. T- teach us or educate us or mentor us or whatever to get into that perspective tell us tell me about that what what's your opinion <laughs> I, I, you know okay, i just got is, this is really like this is really a big question yeah <laughs> because i was thinking about it the other day and okay oh sorry i hit my microphone but i see a lot of you them mean everyone is guru yeah everyone's a okay. guru <laughs> there is a definite shift okay i will mm. i will probably I can tell probably a few things that are about that. Like, I will probably make some people angry, but I don't mind. Uh, but first of all, I think, or my personal opinion is that you need to go through a journey. You just don't become guru when you're 18 or 20. And 
there is a lot of people they are arguing this fact and they said you can learn but if you are book smart it doesn't make you create or have that experience and doesn't make you have that deep real connection what actually happened doesn't make you become guru because you can't understand what what feelings what challenge you had what you need to overcome how your body reacted how your brain reacted how that felt actually when you were on the bottom that means if you want to be guru in that space like spiritual space or help people you know to change or overcome traumas i believe it's my personal belief i don't think it doesn't need to be truth but but i think you need to have that experience to become amazing and great guru and we can we don't need to i agree and it's it's yeah. because it's so much so much easy for you as well to connect with people, and should, <laughs> I think that empathy is there because when you you know what the person experienced, and sometimes you can ask million questions, but when you will tell me how you have you felt at, at the bottom, and I never been there, and I had the best life you know ever, mm-hmm. and never actually struggle, and never go, and never went through challenges, I can't imagine how can I actually even give you my opinion, or, or you know I just really can't imagine just that. And and the reality is, is despite there being a huge coaching movement yeah. out there at the moment, um, many of them won't be, dare I say, succeeding in achieving what they want to achieve because they're not giving their clients what they actually want. So there might be loads out there, but they're not all fashion. successful. No. no. Hey, Do you know what it is? It's fame. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody, everyone sees the, everyone sees coaches like, oh my god, like I can have you know millions and millions of dollars and have oh yeah yeah a yeah Ferrari and I can be just just to giving this guru advice or <coughs> help you to grow your business from one day in ninety days you can be millionaire. Yeah. What is not the twelve really, step program? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you will just get it done and it's done. It's not true. Open your eyes, get out it's of bed. Not, it's, <laughs> but it's not true. You can't like you're not going to become millionaire in one you know one month or two months or three months. It just doesn't. It's, it's not going. When somebody is promising that we know this bs and the thing is that everybody buys into that because people like the idea to have that result and become fast millionaires and have everything what they want and all these shiny objects but again is attracting people they just want shiny objects but it's for oh, me uh, that's not 100 percent. i want people to achieve millions and two millions of ten millions of dollars yes but from different perspective i want people to be in service I want people to do it for humanity and do it for not just money. And we had the actually conversation and I love the conversation because money and fame is actually side effect of you doing all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. being, being rich. You become rich when you are good and when you are in service. That means when you're a great coach and you take care of <laughs> first, take care of that to be a really good guru or whatever you want to be, a consultant, coach or advisor. First, take care of that. If you will be good and you will serve people, you will actually have that side products, you know, of, of mm. being rich and, and famous and or whatever people want. That means that's not the goal. Oh, that's the goal. But your why needs to be there. Your mm-hmm. why, like, why are you doing that? Why you want to help people? You want to help people? Yes, that's great. Then help people first. Yeah. And, and, I think that's yeah. and you'll, s- you'll see in the movement at the moment, there is a demographic to the people getting into this. They're people who have had a bit of life experience generally. Not everyone, but yeah. generally some life experience. And they want to get out of their rat race. So they've hit a point where they don't want to have to get up and go and work for someone. Or they've got children, so they want to be able to stay home and care for them. So they're looking at a more flexible option. So there's there's a lot of people at the moment that are reconsidering the way they work. And coaching is something that 
potentially can provide flexibility and yeah. is marketed as that. And that at the moment, the people that I'm seeing getting into it are working mothers and people who are looking to change the way they're living. And people have had a, there's a huge cultural shift in that at the moment. And I think that's why we're seeing so many people wanting to become coaches or experts or gurus in their field is because they're wanting to do that because it's a lifestyle change. Yeah. Um, and they think that, yeah. I think from perspective of uh, there's a lot of coaches, it's not actually a lot of coaches still. It's actually not that massive. It just looks like that. Because when you are on social media, they are all on it's social media. I think that's the problem. It's a marketing like, that's thing. Why, yeah, that's why yeah. you see them everywhere. But from perspective of where coaching is, it's still not enough coaches. We should have more coaches. We should have more better coaches. That means people shouldn't be, you know, scared of like some people are scared of competitors and uh, having someone else, you know, better than than I. What is great? We need better coaches. We need great people there. And mm. uh, when you think about, there is a lot of there was movement of uh, network marketing, like all uh, different brands. And uh, there's a lot of people doing that as, as a part of their, like, a side, I guess, side income. Like, it's hobby mm-hmm. or... Mm. I mean, that was also, I think that was the first movement when people wanted to go out of the corporate, out of the, that life, you know, you need to go to the work. And they want to create income and go out, absolutely out of the, the corporate life. And I think that's the same thing. Like, a coaching can be also started, you know, as a side hobby and you yes. start to educate yourself, uh, learn and, and really do a lot of stuff around it. And after a year or two, when you have enough knowledge, I guess, or maybe some experience, you're coaching for free, that means you need to have job when you start coaching anyway, or you need to have some kind of income because mm. you, you need to start <laughs> experience yeah. that uh, well, skill. I've coached and got no income. <laughs> so I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's what you said exactly is that Back in those days, these people were into business or and they wanted to coach and how to make a business out of it and how to make you get money. But th- they were missing out all that in between of how to become a good person yes. in the meantime. <laughs> yes. You know? And that's where Alex come in, comes in with the mentoring effect. And, 100%. And, and does, yeah. it, does it all... In a whole package. And it's exciting because huh? it means that people that are turning to this form of business though, are beginning to become conscious. And that's what we're talking about today. But they are realising that they want to do something different, that the old way that, you know, following the old mould yeah. is not working for them. So it's exciting that people are exploring it. And I think as we develop, um, hopefully we'll see some really great businesses starting to form with people that do have that that experience yes it's going there like they, they are amazing people in coaching and i just i love coaches like yes yesterday when i when i was at a at a branch with uh, with the owner of the school i got i received the coaching session at the branch you know mm-hmm. I really, and i really appreciate it I, I was so grateful and i was crying i was like <laughs> just people looking at me at the table <laughs> and i was just crying i was like no this is good yeah <laughs> this is what i needed and we still we need those kind of coaches around us they will help us to release and and look at things from different I guess I saw things different way at the table. Yeah. She asked me different questions. And I think that's what we need to do and for each other. And I think when we have a lot of great coaches, we can do yeah. it for each other. And I think, yeah, and I think some ways a, a coach or a, a mentor is someone that helps you learn to be conscious. Yes. So you can bring the best out in yourself. So whatever direction you're wanting to go, 
you're being true to yourself. So I'm not out there at the moment trying to establish a business in accounting. I'm no, 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 no. That's not me. I'm not trying to do that. Right? That's so not me. Um, what I am trying to do though is something that is part of me. It's who I am. I'm going to be yeah. And I think um, that's what yeah. It's so about being conscious, yeah, isn't it? And yeah. There is one thing when you ask this question. I like it because I was actually listening the podcast on my run. <laughs> I didn't know what to do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I promise I, I don't hear podcasts. So and it I was, was out of here. <laughs> I was like, I'll just listen. I will try to <laughs> make myself focus. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice. What really resonated with, uh, with me that time was um, that you don't wake up every day from bed and doing your coaching or other business for money because when you are that selfish you will just go and look at your bank account all the time and counting your money all the time and, and it's not about money like as i said it's a side product like it's, it's yeah. a byproduct of what you do but but your why is it needs to be so clear that means when you wake up in the morning and you want to be motivated you need to wake up with real purpose, like why I do this, because I want to help people. Why I do this, because I want to feel great, you know, mm. whatever. That can be selfish, but you need to have deeper reason and your bigger why to do things that you do every day, because when it's just for money, it's just mm. it's you going to disappear, mm. you know. The motivation is not going to be there, maybe first week. Yeah. Maybe, maybe for a few days when you see that, you know, like the money coming is like, yes, business is successful and you're motivated for a while. But after that, you don't have clients and something happens, you're down and you're not motivated. Mm. Mm-hmm. That means that's not real motivator. We, we need something stable. That means we need, you need a regulator. And, yeah. <laughs> and I guess that's where, <laughs> the, yeah. that's where you keep to your mission. You keep yeah. to the goals of, yes. of what you're trying to achieve and you keep living that because ultimately that's yeah. that's what you're trying it's to reach. Than, than us, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Good. So good. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex. As always, fantastic. We love having you in. I love to be here. And just remind us again of your um, details if someone want is in, wanting to reach out and get involved and get your support. That's the hardest part always. <laughs> Call to action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me everywhere, basically, our website, thementoringeffect.com, and on Facebook, LinkedIn as well, and Instagram, The Mentoring Effect. The mentoring effect. Awesome. And you've had a great effect on us today. So thank you for joining us. As always. And we might pop to a song and I'm going to go to another very special lady and that is Madonna. Okay. Yes. (laughs)